Welcome. Welcome on into the first round fantasy podcast. Your home or your first choice, I should say, for second round advice. Hi, I'm Gabriel. Uh, there's no Jacob today, so I can do whatever I want. Jacob said, hey, let's schedule it for 530 today. And I said, Jacob, that sounds great. But Jacob's not with me. And I'm unloyal sometimes. So I did it at 4 o'clock, 4.14 to be exact. Welcome on into the First Round Fantasy Podcast. If you tune in today, welcome. If you tune in tomorrow, welcome. If you're tuning in at some point, whenever in the near future, welcome. I hope you're doing fine. I hope your day is going well. You can find us at First Round Fantasy on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You can also search up the good old podcast where you only listen and can't see my beautiful face. Uh, at least my wife thinks so. And my mom. Uh, on Apple or Spotify, most notably. Welcome into the top of the show, guys. We got DFS today. We got Dark Horses of the Week. Just one. Two, I'll mention Jacobs if I want to. Uh, we also got rankings, running back and wide receiver rankings. Some people have climbed up to the top spot. Some people are going down, 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 plummeting all the way down. And those are all things that I'd like to get into with you today. Again, if you're just joining us for the first time, thank you so much for tuning in. I know my voice can be annoying. I know my content isn't always accurate, but we try our best and we have fun. So come along for the ride and join us. Okay. That's all I ask for. And if you're not into that, then I guess I don't I don't know what to say. Sorry. Just not a place for that. Uh, anyways, let's talk some fantasy football. We got a lot to get through, a little bit of time. However, I'm always here for you. So if you pop into the chat, you got a question to ask, please feel free to do so. Obviously, if you're listening to this uh, past pre-recording stages uh, and you didn't make it to the live show, then you can ask questions. But you can always drop them in the YouTube comments, and I will get to them uh, as soon as possible. ASA. P. Guys, wow. What's going on? Week 13, I believe. Wow. Two weeks until the place, till the start of the fantasy football playoffs. How's your team looking? I won't get too much into myself, but if you want to hear, I guess, because you kind of want to do, uh, let's see. I got six teams going right now. Uh, listening to a podcast the other day, and one of those guys was playing in 17 leagues. Like, no, how is it fun at that point? That's just obsessive. Uh, but I'd like to bump it up next year, just not that much. Playing six leagues, currently on the outside, looking in on about half of them. So, yeah, even the expert I call myself, uh, I am struggling. I think I'm in the seventh seed in two leagues, and in one league I'm completely tanking. Looking, I am the proud owner of about five or six first-round picks next year, so I just won all the moolah. Um, so that's what I'm doing in that league. But in the other leagues, I'm doing pretty good. I'm feeling pretty comfortable, pretty confident heading into the fantasy football playoffs. If you're not feeling confident, if you are feeling confident, you're still here, you're at the right place, I'm going to give you what I can, and maybe we can help each other out. All right, let me just get situated here. Let's talk about some concepts that I know absolutely nothing about. Uh, first and foremost, maybe Aaron Rodgers, right? Broken rib, maybe. Broken thumb, definitely. It's like, what do we do with this guy? Jordan Love came in, looked absolutely great. Somebody was having a conversation with me the other day. Jordan Love is nothing. He's never going to be anything. 
Why? How long did Aaron Rodgers sit behind Brett Favre? Two seasons, I think. Now, I get it. Jordan Love's going on his third year, I think. And is he going to be an Aaron Rodgers? No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just simply saying, like, why not? I don't. Why? Is he that bad? He hasn't even had that much playing time. Preseason, I think he's played one game maybe. In the regular season, I just – I don't get it. Let it happen. We evaluate as it happens in real time. Okay? Get over it. We can welcome back some newcomers this week, hopefully. Jamar Chase. It'll be exciting to see where he falls in my rankings this week. <laughs> I already know. But you're going to find out. Uh, let's see. Zay Jones. Is he a real deal? We'll talk about him as well. Uh, two weeks in a row with a bye week in between where he's seen double-digit targets and turned in a good fantasy day. Could he be a guy that wins you a league or is a constant flow of production as you head into the fantasy football playoffs? So those are two guys that we're going to talk about today uh, just a little bit. But first and, for, <laughs> first and foremost, I could never do this by myself, guys. I get too nervous. Just no, that's not true. I don't get nervous. I just talk too fast. I have a brain processing issue. Uh, and right now it's in fantasy football mode. But anyways, first and foremost, we need to get out the dark horses of the week because they always come up in discussion and I can't wait to talk to them about them right now. Uh, and I can't wait to tell you mine right now. But before we do, let's go ahead and backtrack to last week's dark horse picks. Uh, I went with Christian Watson. That was a success. That's right. That was a success. Three weeks in a row, Christian Watson has that outstanding production. I called it, even though it was a total, total just fluke of a call. But uh, I called for the staircase of touchdown regression. Three, two, one. Does that mean he goes down to zero this week? I don't think so. Uh, I still like him a lot. I love his touchdown upside. I love his usage in the red zone. But again, that wasn't a red zone target. He took a slant to the house from Jordan Love. So. Is that hyper-efficiency always going to happen? No, but you ride the wave in fantasy football. I will say this. It goes in threes. And he's had three great weeks. He's bound for some regression this week. So keep an eye out for that. But we're still going to talk about him in my rankings. He did crack the top 30 this week. Spoiler! Jacob went with Eliza Mitchell running back for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, and unfortunately, he got injured. So we're going to chalk that one up as a wash. You know, you always hate to see injuries happen. Those things are unfortunate. But it is what it is. Moving on into this week's, I will spend limited time, although I was very happy to see Jacob's Dark Horse pick this week, and it was none other than Kyron Williams running back for the Los Angeles Rams. I love the pick this week, Jacob. I was also toying with that pick as well. Um, really impressive. Listen, they traded Darrell Henderson, or they waived Darrell Henderson, I should say, just a number of weeks ago, and we knew that this was going to be the case. They want to see what the rookie has. They want to see what he can do. <laughs> and uh, that's just what it is. Now he finds himself in a predicament where Cam Akers did have a fine game last week. There's no discrediting that. Uh, maybe he didn't find the end zone, but he looked good. He broke off a nice run. It was fine. Kyron Williams is seeing all the passing down work. He gets a juicy matchup this week. I think this is the reason why I can't speak for Jacob. I don't have notes prepared for Jacob and his Kyron Williams pick. But I will say I was leaning that direction. I do definitely think this is a guy that you can look at uh, 
a number of weeks later, maybe even in your fantasy playoffs, this might be a guy that comes in handy. Kyron Williams running back for the Los Angeles Rams. That is Jacob's dark horse pick of the week, and he's not here, so I don't have to spend any more time talking about him. Damn it, Gabe, a change one hour early. I know, man. I know. I know. Gabe, come on in for an apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm competing. I'm competing viewership right now, Stardrew, because if I remember correctly, Apocalyflix is happening right now in conjunction with First Round Fantasy. So it's looking all bad. I'm competing for an audience. What can I say? What can I do to make it right? I don't know. But yes, I will be joining the Apocalyflix Discord. Guess what? First Round Fantasy is also coming out with a Discord. TBD, to be determined. Uh, but the date is TBD, to be determined. So be sure to be on the lookout for that. You can always find links to those things down in the chat. Um, if you're interested, if you're not, then just walk along. I get it. You're busy. You got other things to do with your life. Then listen to me talk about fantasy football or join in the discord chat where other people are talking about fantasy football. Nope. It's Marvel is in two hours. <gasps> 630. Did Jacob lie to me? Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yes. Apocalypse is going on at 630. Yes, 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 yes. Good call. Star drew. Well, Hey, I'm glad that you're here. This is why I did it because if I started at 530, I'd be going at the same time, man. So I'm glad I'm not competing for audience. It just turns out that my viewership is low. I mean, now I'm sad. Thanks, Star Drew. I appreciate it. Uh, while I'm sad, I'm going to boost my confidence up. I'm going to talk to you about my Dark Horse player for this week. Let's see if you can guess. And really the only hint I have for this player is that he is coming off two bad weeks of production, fantasy production. In a row, and he is a running back. That's all you got. I'll pause the screen. That's not true. I'm not going to pause it. I'm just going to sit here quietly for about five seconds and let you think. Who is a running back who has had two poor weeks in a row in terms of fantasy production? One, two, three, four, five. Didn't get it yet. Here's another hint. He plays on a team with a losing record. I'll give you another five seconds. Here's another hint. He is also a rookie this year, a rookie running back on a losing team, and he's coming off of two down weeks. Do you know it yet? Well, if you haven't guessed it already, let's time to tell you. Damien, oh, I almost said Damien Harris. Damien Pierce, running back for the Houston Texans, is my dark horse for week 13 of the NFL season, and here's why. Yes, I understand. He has had Two horrendous displays of production. Some might claim he even hit the rookie wall over the last couple of weeks. Hold your horses there, all right? There are things to be said on this matter, and I'm going to state them right now, okay? He played Washington just a number of weeks ago. They are our top three defense against the run. That game was also out of hand. They were playing from behind. I get it. Last week, they go up against Miami, top eight against the run. Miami took two out in the third quarter. That game was also out of hand. This week is different, and I'm going to paint a narrative here, and I want you to listen. Take it or leave it. Do what you must. But this is what I have to offer in the regards to Damian Pierce this week. <clears throat> Let me just brush up my vocal cords here. This week they play Cleveland. It is a complete 180 from the type of defenses that they have been playing because Cleveland is number two in giving up 
rushing production in terms of fantasy to the running back position. That is what we call in the business juicy. A juicy matchup for Damian Harris, for Damian Pierce this week. Okay? I understand what you're saying. There's also another side plot going on here, and that is the return of Deshaun Watson coming back to Houston, ready to take on the Houston Texans and show them what's up. There's definitely a scenario where Deshaun Watson comes out and lights the world on fire. But I do believe that it is entirely more likely that Deshaun Watson comes back and has to knock some rust off, okay? He hasn't played football in two years. All right, two years. The last time we saw him was in the preseason where I believe he was one for seven and eight yards. He didn't look good. Now I get it. He's had practice. He's had other things going on. He's been keeping in good physical health and condition. But real live action football is a completely different scenario for Deshaun Watson. And I don't think, even though I do believe, because I'm not ruling it out, I just don't think he comes back and is immediately impacting this game. Especially when you have to think about how Houston has been sneaky good about against opposing QBs this year. They rank 30th in the league. Or I'm sorry, they ranked, uh, what's that, third or second in the league. Or third in the league. Third in the league. Watch me try to figure out numbers. They rank third in the league in defending and production of the fantasy value position in quarterback. So they play the quarterbacks very well. That also kind of correlates with the wide receivers, which is why they're upper echelon in terms of defending the wide receiver and fantasy production. Okay. So how does this all relate to Damian Pierce? I believe that there is an entirely better possibility here where Damian Pierce gets his work done early in this game. They look to establish the run. They look to get him involved. Kyle Allen came out last week for his first start of the year. He didn't look anything good. So clearly with Davis Mills and Kyle Allen, there's nothing to be had there. What they do have is they have talent at the running back position. I understand Rex Burkhead is on track to maybe possibly come back. I get that. But they got to establish something. And they're going to do it on the ground against a very, very vulnerable Cleveland Browns defense. Okay? So with that being said, I don't think the reunion is going to be bittersweet. I think it's going to be downright ugly. I think that this game, matter of fact, if you're listening out there, give me the spread on the Browns-Houston Texans this week. That's the game that I want to keep an eye on. I don't think it's all flowers and dandies for Deshaun Watson. I think he comes out and he struggles a bit. Maybe in the first half. And I think that's enough time for Damian Pierce to get the job done early. Hopefully he finds the end zone. That's what I'm banking on here. And all stats show that it's very likely that he could. Listen, he's got a 13-point sleeper projection this week, according to Sleeper. I can see him getting 15 points easily. That puts him in running back two discussion. You're going to find out in my rankings here very shortly that he is in that running back two discussion. These are just a couple of running backs that I enjoy more. I always get that wrong. These are a couple of running backs that I would rather sit and start Damian Pierce over. Kamara, Rashad White, Jeff Wilson, Miles Sanders, Devin Singletary, and Zeke, the Greek Zeke himself, Ezekiel Elliott. Those are all guys that I think are going to perform far less more whatever why do i always mess it up i don't know i don't know uh my brain moves too fast my mouth moves too fast for my brain but for all those reasons and some more damian pierce running back for the houston texans he finds success this week 
and he should be in your fantasy lineups. He is my dark horse for week 13 of the fantasy football season. Let's get to some comments here. Uh, 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 let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, yeah, you guys are talking about some football over here. Carolina, Aaron Rodgers. Dang, Texan, I was way off. Yeah, I, Aaron Rodgers, broken rib, broken thumb. What do you think? I want to get a narrative going. I want to get a story going here. Uh, Texans, I was way off. Tyler bet me 49ers game and Miami. Who wins? Oh, Stardew was carrying this over from last week in the YouTube chat. He's got money this week, Tyler. So be on the lookout for that. He's got some money on the line here, and he wants you to show him some love. First round fantasy guru? No. Facebook gaming genius over there playing PUBG on Facebook. Go give him a shout out to Coach Coop. And remember, hashtag listen to Coach. Still the greatest idea I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Niners 27, Miami 21. I don't like that at all. Don't like it at all. They are playing in San Francisco. The Niners defense has improved immensely. I heard that they got a they got a really good defensive player coming back. Is it Armstead? He's supposed to come back this week. This game could be completely one-sided. I do want to err on the side of caution that it's going to be a close game. That's what people want. That's what we want to see. Unless you're a Niners fan and you want them to blow them out of the water. But, uh, yeah, I, I can see the world. Niners 27, Miami 21. I like that. I like that. But I also see Miami winning, unfortunately. Uh, Miami 27, Niners 21. So that's my call there. Uh, 35-25. Yeah, that's more like it. Sheesh, don't nap on the Niners. RBs are not. That's true. Christian McCaffrey questionable. Eliza Mitchell back on injured reserve, most likely. They're coming in here with Mason, undrafted rookie. What's he going to do? Tyler Cooper mentioned it. No Mitchell. Uh, we know what's good for us. We rest McCaffrey. Yeah, they could bring out Mason. I love it. I literally was talking about that on a waiver wire show with just another podcast just the other day. I like Mason out of guys like Benny Snell. Uh, and who was the other one that we were talking about? Benny Snell, uh, Mason, and there was one more, and he's now on the tip of my tongue right now. Oh, Bam, Zavion, White, running back for the New York Jets. I just think that out of all these things, I, Najee Harris has had a decent resurgence here since their bye week. He's come back. He's had two productive weeks in a row. He's out with injuries, likely to play this week. That offensive line is still bad. They haven't just improved overnight. It didn't take a bye week for them to get better. They've just had really plus matchups, and we knew this about Najee's schedule uh, going into the later half of the season. It was going to be an easier schedule. But Benny Schnell, don't like him as a runner. Also, Jalen Warren coming back, prefer him much more. Uh, but if you're looking for a long-term rental, I mean, we saw what Mitchell and McCaffrey were doing together, splitting workloads. And, of course, McCaffrey was getting the passing down work. But Mason could be a guy with a steady flow and might get the backfield all to himself this week. So not a bad pick. Browns by 16? Get out of here. Get out of here. He says Browns won't win by 8 or 10 points. You're saying they're going to win by more than 8 or 10 points? Or you're saying they're going to win by less than 8 or 10 points? Let me know. I definitely uh, have the Browns pulling this one out. But I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. Uh, Cooper and Chubb have big games. Texans offense cannot keep up is what I'm assuming you're going to say. Yeah. We'll see, man. Like I said, sneaky good against the QB. 
Deshaun Watson isn't just going to come back and be great. It's going to take time. And this is all befoolery. He could come out and set the world on fire. I understand that. I'm, I, I get it. But, man, haven't you been rusty before playing in a live NFL game? Maybe you haven't been playing in a live. Haven't you played? Have you not played, like, PUBG for, like, five days, come back, and you're like, oh, my gosh, like, what's going on? It happens. It's natural. Browns are still winning this game. That's not a, that's not a question. I'm just saying. I don't think it's going to be a blowout that we all assume. Uh, Colts could be 21-17 points. No problem. Okay, okay, okay. He says he is open to sitting the rest of the season. Who's open to sitting the rest of the season? Tell me this now. I'm curious. Uh, Warren should be so good in my opinion. Yeah, man, he's explosive. He's he's agile, but he's also got that mix of power. I love him. I love him, which is another reason why I don't like Benny Snell this week. Jalen Warren is on track to play. He's practicing this week, finally back in limited fashion. Uh, hopefully that can uh, work out in a positive way. Uh, Rogers, no, don't you dare. Don't you dare say that. There's no way. And I, yeah, sorry, folks, live on air. I'm making a decision here. <clears throat> Just because I wanted to, I've messed around and I picked up Jordan Love and Dynasty. Now, yes, we play in a 10-team shallow dynasty league. I get that. But, Tyler, you have Aaron Rodgers. If he's open to sitting the rest of the season, why would you not go pick him up? I couldn't say that live on air. I had to go check for myself. And look, he's there. I'm taking him. Let me know what your thoughts are, Tyler. Did you just not think? Are you sad because your team might be out of it? Which I don't think your team's out of it. Two weeks, man. Two weeks. And I've seen your matchups. you got some good matchups coming up. All right? <laughs> so, well. Ah, oh, man. I love me some Coop, dude. I love me some Coop. No, it wasn't. You lost to me by three points, okay? Three points. Team's good, man. Had a down week. All right? And this is Dynasty, so your season's never over. But let's talk Jordan Love in the offseason. Just kidding. I do think Aaron Rodgers plays this week. I think it's very likely he plays this week. He was on the Pat McAfee show like literally the day after the game, talking about how, like, I feel good, I feel great, I'm going to play. So he's kind of earned it at this point. If he's playing that well and he's got his pedigree, if he wants to play, he's going to play. That was the game you needed. Well, I'm sorry, but that was also the game I needed. So we were literally at each other's throats, man. I apologize. Anyways, people don't want to hear talk about us. Tyler, Stardrew, I appreciate you guys for coming out. Please feel free to stick around. If not, I understand. You got other things to do. You're entirely busy. I get it. I'm getting into some rankings right now. I'm going to go ahead and share this screen. We're going to pop up the rankings up here so you guys can see what I'm getting into, what my thoughts are this week. Yeah, I get it. I'm not a big guy, but uh, I got thoughts and I got opinions, and I appreciate you coming out to listen to them. Let's go ahead and get this share screen set up because I am kind of slow here. <clears throat> there they are. Boom. Bada bing, bada boom. They're in here adding to the stream. Let's look at running back rankings for week 13. Let me get the zoom on as well. Boom, 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 boom. That's way too zoomed in. Boom, boom, boom. You know, I watch all these fancy podcasts and they got like the cool graphics and stuff. What, dude? I'm just not there yet, okay? 
I aspire to be, but I'm just not there yet. So you're looking at my <laughs> Google Sheets doc where we look at some rankings. So let's look at them together. These are the running back rankings for week 13. Let's take a look and let me zoom out a little bit more. I know I want you guys to see him on screen, but if you're listening at home, why does it matter? Uh, and here we go. Let's look at some running backs. A lot of things don't change at the top, all right? Except for one, two, maybe three. And that starts at number two. Nick Chubb moves up nine spots for me this week, all the way to running back number two. He plays Houston. It's well known that I care about matchups. I don't entirely base everything off of them. But, yes, this year, this late in the season, we have enough information to know what matchups are good, what matchups are bad, even for your studs at some point, right? Even for your studs. This week, Nick Chubb takes on the Houston Texans. Absolutely atrocious in stopping the run. He's going to have himself a fine day. Let's go ahead and look at Aaron Jones. Josh Jacobs stays the same this week. I had him at four last week, even though he finished number one overall. He's also got that hamstring issue, so we're going to be on the lookout for that to see what kind of happens with him. But uh, he still stays at the number four spot. Aaron Jones jumps up 14 spots for me this week. Now Aaron Rodgers has a hurt rib. Now he has a broken thumb. We saw A.J. Dillon steal some workload. He got the touchdown last week. Listen, they're beating the Bears this week. They're beating them on the ground, okay? That's how it's got to happen. Aaron Jones is due for a big game. I'm predicting that big game is coming. We've seen it time and time again where he has low, 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 and he explodes. This could be that game. I'm banking on it, and my ranking's safe. So uh, my, my rankings reinforce that idea. So Aaron Jones at number five, he jumps up a lot this week. Ramondre Stevenson jumps up four spots. They're playing against Buffalo. I love the matchup. Middle of the pack defense in terms of stopping the run. They've also been dealing with some injuries as of late. And uh, like it or not, the Patriots defense, I get it. They had a kind of easy matchup last week. They're looking pretty good, especially with Ramondre Stevenson. Damien Harris now ruled out, makes him even a higher flyer this week. Uh, let's take on some more players here as we move down. Getting into the number nine spot. I don't know why this is still cut. I don't know why. Oh, because these were guys that I liked more, but it's okay. Don't have to worry about that. Christian McCaffrey finds himself at nine. That's a faller. Three spots. Listen, he's dealing with an issue of his own. I want to be cautious of that. Cautiously optimistic. I hope he does play, but they also go up against Miami. Uh, pretty good in terms of stopping the run. Um, so we want to be on the lookout for that. Travis Etienne, he's a follower for me. He says he's good to go this week after exiting last week's game. Uh, they play against the Detroit Lions. If he's healthy, I think he's an all-systems-go guy. I can even see him jumping players like Dalvin Cook and CMC this week in terms of performance and production, so be on the lookout for that. I'm going to stop saying be on the lookout for that. Not a lot of other change until we get to the 15 spot. Jamal Williams, give the man his credit where credit is due. Leads the league in touchdowns. Why can't he get another one against Jacksonville? Show this man some respect. I'm finally showing him some respect in my rankings. He's up five spots to the running back 15 this week. Then we have Joe Mixon and another high riser this week, Isaiah Pacheco. I heard an interesting take just the other day. Damian Pacheco got eight or so carries around the goal line last week, and he was only able to convert on one of them. Does that change my opinion on him? No, he's still the first and second down carry. Guess what? 
Melvin Gordon isn't coming in this week and making an impact, even though so many people happen to be scared by him. I understand that. It's not happening this week. Isaiah Pacheco, good matchup against the Cincinnati Bengals. Running back 17 this week. I love the usage. He doesn't get the passing game. I know this is a few full PPR projections here, but uh, I you just got to love it. I got to love it, and I want me some Isaiah Pacheco. Damian Pierce, my dark horse of the week. We talked about it earlier. He finds himself right outside the top 20 or right inside the top 20. That's running back 18 on the week. So I don't, even though he's my dark horse, and we touch on this all the time, I'm not saying he's going to finish running back one overall. I don't even have him projected as a running back one overall. I'm just saying that there are some people out there with some very crucial start sits, and they're thinking about benching Damian Pierce this week. I'm telling you, he's still going to finish in that running back two production, and I have him ranked accordingly. Uh, And matter of fact, he didn't move much from last week as well. We do have some more movers here at 21. Jeff Wilson, tough matchup this week against the San Francisco 49ers. He's right outside the top 20 for me at 21. Devin Singletary, also another tough matchup. He falls outside the top 20 for me as well to running back number 23. Zeke moves up in my rankings this week. Five whole spots. He goes up against Indy. I get it. Pollard looks great. Pollard looks good. Zeke also is getting his share. He's looking entirely relevant, and I like him a lot more than some of these other guys. Uh, rounding out the top five, we got Patterson against Pittsburgh, Latavius Murray against Baltimore. I have those Washington running backs right there, sandwiched in between each other, Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson. Um, I just don't know what's going to happen, right? Brian Robinson finally came out, finally showed a great game. He had a great fantasy game. Antonio Gibson, clearly not, right? We saw the workload form two weeks ago. Last week, it dropped off immensely. I can't tell. But that's why I have him ranked accordingly, back to back. Then we have DeAndre Swift. Boy, have a mighty have fallen. I really hope we can have a discussion later on as we close this year out that he can certainly squeak himself back into the top 20. Heck, maybe even the top 10 talent we think he is. I don't see it happening this week against Jacksonville. Kyron Williams, Jacobs, dark horse of the week. See, Jacob, I told you I was thinking about him. He finally cracks the top 30 for me this week against the Seattle Seahawks. Um, There's just not a lot to say. Matt Stafford out again. They could be down in this game. The Los Angeles Rams defense has has not been playing up to par as of late. Kyron Williams looks to catch a few catches. Even led the team in rushing attempts. Yes, he wasn't productive with those. But it's signs that they want to see what he has. I don't think that stops. I think they're going to continue to test this guy out, see what he's capable of doing. That means more carries. That could possibly mean more passing down work. That also means he finds himself in the top 30 for me this week. Those were your running back rankings, one through 30. I go through them quick. I go through them fast. That's because I want to share some love to the wide receivers. So let's look at the wide receivers this week. Not a lot of change at the top. But I do notice a few things. Tough, tough matchups for our top five, for our top four wide receivers this week. Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, and Justin Jefferson all have very tough matchups. It would be no surprise to me at all if these guys just kind of scattered their production across the top 15. It's happened before. It can happen again. But they are top dogs. I've ranked them as so week in and week out. And look who finds himself at number five. Welcome back to Mark Chase. If he's full, if he's not limited, obviously it's early in the week. I'm doing these rankings here on Wednesday. I will change them as the status quo changes. But 
If he's not limited, I love him in a matchup against Kansas City. I think he comes back with a flash at home with the Cincinnati crowd. He's going to have himself a big game. C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown, Amon Ron St. Brown find themselves 6-7-8. and eight. Then we have some changes, okay? Jalen Waddle falls three spots. Look, someone's going to have to suffer in that Miami defense. Go uh, in that Miami offense going up against that very tough San Francisco defense, and I think that's Jalen Waddle this week. Tyreek Hill is going to get his. Jalen Waddle may falter, and this actually might be the first time this year where we finally see Jalen Waddle outside the top five in receiving yardage. It just might be a possibility, folks. Keenan Allen, welcome back to my rankings. He flies up to number 10 this week, has a juicy matchup against the Las Vegas Raiders, and I shouldn't say juicy. Right, the Raiders give it up on the ground. The Raiders give it up elsewhere sometimes, but they're pretty moderate against the wide receiver position. But Keenan Allen looked for him to get more involved this week. I think he's a solid start. He's a solid play this week. Chris Godwin finally sees the end zone. He jumps up five spots for me. Can he do it again? I don't necessarily know, but I love the usage, especially in PPR leagues. That's why he's there. Naturally, T. Higgins was going to regress if I'm projecting Jamar Chase as high as I have him. So he drops five spots all the way to number 12. We have Amari Cooper, DK Metcalf after that. My biggest jumper of the week on the wide receiver side of the ball, that's Garrett Wilson, wide receiver for the New York Jets. He goes up against <clears throat> he goes up against the Minnesota Vikings this week. Uh, nice matchup. Not a great matchup. Not a horrible matchup. A nice matchup. But, man, the things that Mike White can do for New York Jets receivers, I love it this week. I love him this week. I can't wait to see what he does. And I hope, I hope he even cracks the top 10 this week. Juju, welcome back to my rankings. Missed a week of concussions. Last week he came out. I knew he was going to be somewhat spelled. And sure enough, he was. He didn't play a lot of snaps. He only saw three targets. He hauled all three of those targets in. It's time to ramp him up. They're playing Cincinnati. No fooling around there. You're getting Juju in there. He's going to have himself a great game. He's wide receiver 16 to me. Christian Kirk falls down three spots. They go up against Detroit. It's just a matter of who I like more. I think with the emergence of Zay Jones and what he's been able to do the last couple of weeks, clearly that's going to affect my rankings, and that's affected it. So we're also going to see uh, Zay Jones a little bit later here. Let's go down a little bit further. Mike Evans and Terry McLaurin, let's just bunch them up. Mike Evans has fallen six spots. You don't see two targets and get two catches for 21 yards and expect to stay in the top 10 or top 12, wherever I had him last week. Let's do the math here. (laughs) I had him at wide receiver 13 last week. He falls six spots. They also have a tough, stingy defense to go up against in New Orleans. Terry McLaurin has a probably even more difficult matchup against the New York Giants secondary. He's falling 10 spots, my biggest faller this week as well. And last but not least, in terms of falling, we got Debo Samuel. Uh, going up against that Miami offense. He's falling five spots for me. He finds himself outside the top 20 this week. Who would have thought we'd say be, be saying that? Obviously, five weeks ago, we probably started saying that, but uh, it is what it is. I have his counterpart, Ayuk, ranked right up next to him. Jacoby Myers, Pittman at 25. Then we get a little bit juicy because there's my guy, Christian Watson, wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. I love it this week. I love the matchup. It's a juicy matchup against the Tore up Chicago secondary. That's traded all their players away, and now they just want to lose. Justin Fields could be back, so expect a shootout. Maybe expect some fun, whether Jordan Love or Aaron Rodgers is uh, behind center. Maybe it's not a shootout. On one side, it could be a runout. Is that a thing? I don't know. But Christian Watson moves up three spots this week to wide receiver 26. Joshua Palmer, it's natural progression of things. If I think Keenan Allen is going to find more work, 
Joshua Palmer is going to be a negative impact because of that. There's Zay Jones, wide receiver 28 this week. I love the production over the last two weeks. It's about time he finds himself in the top 30. George Pickens and then Devontae Smith round out my top 30 this week. If you're on YouTube, you can pop, you could you can pause, you could stop, do what you need to. But there are my running back and wide receiver rankings this week for week 13 of the NFL season. I need water and I didn't pack any with me. I'm literally dying up here, folks. I'm literally dying and I'm doing it for you. Just kidding. I'm not dying. Uh, Mikey 5S in the chat. Is this a steal? Jamar Chase for AJ Brown and Joe Mixon? Not entirely, man. If this is a dynasty league, maybe. But if this is redraft, I'd like to think I'd like AJ Brown and Joe Mixon a little bit more. But uh, if you like it, it's your thought process, man. It's your team. If you can accommodate those losses, depending on who your running backs are, who your other wide receivers are, it's not bad. Jamar Chase, I have him ranked accordingly. He is my top – he's in the top five this week in terms of the wide receiver position, so he could have himself an outstanding game. Um, so, overall, I'd say it's a fair trade. I don't know if it's a steal, though. But Mikey5S, man, I appreciate you coming out. Uh, he also says, who should I start at flex, Keenan or Metcalf? Well, if you want me to refer to my rankings of what we just had – uh, let's see here. I have Keenan Allen, 10, going up against the Las Vegas, this Raider, uh, Las Vegas Raiders this week. I have Metcalf, 14, right behind him going up against the Los Angeles Rams. There you have it. I will say this, though. There is entirely a world where DK Metcalf has a better game. I loved his usage last week, 11 targets, 10 receptions. The man was good. Hopefully they can keep feeding him the ball. Keenan Allen, we didn't really see a lot of targets for him. I believe we, he had seven targets. DeAndre Carter actually led the team last week in targets. Um, but Keenan Allen did find the end zone. So in a pinch, if you need that home run, if you need that volume, DK Metcalf is probably still your guy here. So I'm probably going to go DK Metcalf over Keenan Allen, even though I have Keenan Allen ranked uh, – Actually, right at my top 10 spot this week. So I'm going DK Metcalf over Keenan Allen. There goes the change in rankings. I'm always talking myself in and out of situations, and you just did it for me there, Mikey55. Uh, I've been calling you 5S this whole time. I thought you were like 5G internet or something. But uh, hopefully you like those thoughts. No, man, thank you. Thank you so much for stopping by. If we get it right around here at First Round Fantasy, the deal is you got to like and subscribe, man. If we get it wrong, come back next week. Give us another try. We always try our best to get it right. I miss a lot of comments back up here. Uh, let me see. Warren should be good. Yes, he is. We already talked about that. Your season's not over, Tyler. Keep playing, man. Keep playing. Rankings, what position? Well, we just went over running backs and wide receivers. Feel free to replay it if you want to go check those out. Your Raiders were good versus Seahawks. It was the game of the week. Yes, it was the game of the week. I'm so excited to see Derek Carr and the Raiders play good. I don't know if they can carry on that momentum. But uh, we just have to wait and see, right? We just have to wait and see. Uh, is 14 Colt, isn't that well good against the run? Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Cowboys are number one uh, against the run, Gabe. Ooh, yes. I don't know what you're referring to. Probably my rankings. Uh, I may have an interception or fumble from 49ers to split the game open, maybe. Okay, fair enough. I still like, just because I'm a little biased, I still like the Miami Dolphins this week over the 49ers. Uh, but again, no, no bias. But thanks, Star Drew. Always proud in the comments. And thank you, Mikey55, for dropping in the chat, giving me something to talk about. I appreciate you guys uh, so, so much. Uh, let me see here. 
I am going to stop that screen because now it's time for our last part of the show. We started doing this a couple of weeks ago, and it was entirely fun. We love doing it. This week, I'm not playing against Jacob. I'm playing against the money line, baby. So let's go ahead and open up our good old friends at FanDuel, and let's build a lineup that's going to look really good this week. That's right. We're talking DFS, uh, and we're going to build a lineup here. If you guys want to help me out, that's great. We're doing this off the cusp. I'm putting all the money on the table, a big $3 with a chance of a $2,000 payout. We're playing it big here. Go big or go home. Stardew says three games. Everyone should look out for the 49ers, Dolphins, Titans, Eagles, and maybe even the Jets and Vikings. Dude, this week of the NFL season is full of juicy matchups. Literally some of the best matchups I've seen all year long. Kansas City and the Bengals, 49ers and Dolphins, like you said, Titans and Eagles. And no, not maybe Jets and Vikings. Jets and Vikings. I think all those games are going to be outstanding to watch. It's a good week for football. Monique, welcome on in today. You said, would you play Watson over Devontae Smith as a wide receiver too if Rodgers plays? I'll tell you what. I'll play Watson over Devontae Smith even if Jordan Love is playing. You ride that momentum. I will say this. It comes in threes. Deshaun, uh Christian Watson's had three great games. He's bound for some regression. I called the stepping stone of regression in terms of touchdowns. Three, two, one over the last three weeks. I still think he gets the job done. He's just talented. And he's also 6'4 and runs faster than everybody else on the field. That is completely unworldly. He's just been hurt, and people are forgetting that. you got to keep rolling him out there as long as he's producing what he's able to do. And not to mention, Monique, the matchup is outstanding against the very weak Chicago Bears defense. So, yes, I would start Christian Watson over Devontae Smith this week. Monique, thank you so much for stopping by. We always appreciate you and your comments. As I was saying, it's time to talk DFS. Build a lineup with me. Leave. Maybe DFS isn't your thing. Hey, it's not really my thing either, but I'm having a ton of fun with it. I'm learning in the process. So please share your thoughts with me as we build this roster together. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, and I'm zooming on in. Let's take a look this week. I told you a big old $3 on the line here. We're doing a head-to-head -head contest. Let's build this lineup and see what we can do. Our budget is $60,000. I love when it averages it out. Uh, $6,000 .6 per player. Hopefully we can come up with something good. Uh, let's see. I don't know if I really want to start with my quarterbacks. I will say off the top, I was looking at this a little bit earlier. Somebody who I love this week, who I do believe is a little cheap. I couldn't go wrong with either Jimmy Garoppolo or Mike White. Those are two guys that I'm thinking about it for fun. Let's just plug it in right now. I'm going Jimmy G uh, against that Miami secondary. Yes, they're good against the run. They're susceptible through the air. I think Jimmy G uses his arm to get the job done against Miami this week. But I could change that depending on my budget. Again, I'm not that good at this stuff. Uh, let's go ahead and look at our running backs this week. When I played Jacob last week, I completely punted the running back position and went all in on wide receivers. It worked out well for me. I don't know if it's going to work out for me this week just because, like I said earlier, those wide receivers this week have horrible matchups. The top of the crop wide receivers have horrible matchups this week. I actually want to try to avoid them. So essentially, I am going to spend some money this week on running backs. And I think I see two guys that have just completely juicy matchups. Where's my boy? Oh, that's right. I forget this is the one o'clock frame here. 
These are the games that we're looking at. This is the 1 p.m. Eastern uh, and Nick Chubb at the top. You got to you gotta go for it. You just got to. He's down to have a blow-up game against that Houston defense. I'm going to see how that affects my budget currently already down to $43,000. Um, but let's see what else I can do. Let's look at the running back two this week. Josh Jacobs, Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, Derrick Henry. They just have juicy matchups this week. I think that's where I'm going to be spending my money. Derrick Henry, let me get some of you. Inevitably, I'm going to be running out of money here soon. I've already spent about, I don't know, I can't do simple math. Uh, what's that, $17,000, $24,000. Man, I wish I had real money like that. But uh, it's just not the case. Let's look at those wide receivers now. Again, let's not get tricked, right? Tigery Kill, difficult matchup. Jamar Chase, welcome back. I think you're too expensive, even though my rankings have you at number five. That's a tall price to pay, especially because I've already paid for my running backs so heavily. Um, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, look at those tough matchups. T. Higgins, that might not actually be a bad play here. I don't mind it. I'm going to keep looking. I'm going to keep looking. I see a lot of good names here uh, that I think are going to do just fine. Juju has a tough matchup, but I do like him this week. I really do. I think he can get some more involved here. Debo Samuel, tale of two halves. He's either finding the end zone or he's not finding the end zone, and that's the matter of fantasy success that we're having with Debo Samuel over the last couple of weeks. That could be a guy I target. George Pickens, perfect game for a comeback game. Kenny Pickett looked horrible out there, but I see one guy above the rest. I'm going steady in the flames with Garrett Wilson against Minnesota. $6,000 and some change. I love it a lot. I love it a lot. Uh, Stardew here to help me out. Buffalo Bills running backs could ball out. Yes, they very well could. Um, but we'll see if I have any money for the flex. Currently, it's not looking like that. I got about $5,000 average left, and I got one, two, three, four, five positions to fill. We'll see if we can do it. I have $28,000 left. Uh, I love Brandon Ayuk. This, uh, no, I don't. I like Garrett Wilson this week. That's what I was trying to say. And I want to continue looking down because guess what? Christian Watson is there. I told you the matchups for wide receivers this week are tough. Those expensive wide receivers are going to be hard to come by. I like Christian Watson this week. $6,500, not bad. I'm also going to come around here and pick up Zay Jones this week. Again, 11 carries or 11 targets last week, 11 targets three weeks ago with that bye week in between. Let's see if that momentum carries on. So far, my lineup is looking pretty sexy. I got three positions left, $5,000 a piece on average. I think we can find a good budget tied end here as I kind of look through these guys. Travis Kelsey, uh, he's not affordable this week. Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, George Kittle, Pat Fryermuth. That could be a guy that I like to target. Um, Hasn't been getting a lot of work. Ooh, Kyle Pitts. Update this, guys. It's so sad. I do see a couple of good budget tight ends here. Gerald Everett, he's had a few down weeks in a row. I'm banking that he catches a touchdown this week against the Las Vegas defense that, of course, is going to give up the touchdowns. It's inevitable, right? I already have Keenan Allen ranked high. I already have Joshua Palmer ranked inside my top 30 as well. Can Jared Everett crack the top 10 in terms of tight end production? I like that. But uh, I'm going to pause here. I'm going to go ahead and look at my flexes here. Let's just see if we average this last part out. We got about $5,000 or so uh, a piece to play with. Let's go ahead and look at some of these lower-valued guys. Are there any good dart throws we could possibly look at? Uh, let's see. I'm going all the way down. And What's my real average? $5,030? Mm, I'm going to have to spend some more. 
because I'm already starting not to like these names. Elijah Moore, if I didn't have Garrett Wilson, I don't want to stack my wide receivers here. That could get a little scary for me. Uh, Ty Johnson could work in on third down. We saw that last week. He started to get that kind of uh, – I mean, they were basically running a three-man committee over there in New York. And then once uh, Michael Carter went down, Ty Johnson still held on to that third down rule. Jahan Dotson, the touchdown rookie king – because that's just all he's been able to do. Marvin Jones, game-winning touchdown type of guy. Can you get a game-winning touchdown for me going against the spread? I don't know. Uh, but these names, oof, ah, ugh, looking good. There's a good value. Kyron Williams, $5,500. I'm throwing him in there. That's Jacob's dark horse. Jacob, I'm doing you a favor. What do you guys think about that? Kyron Williams runs up my flex play. I got 4000 on average to spend on tight ends now. Ooh, let's look at defense here. Uh, oh, okay. Some already cheap defenses. If I want to go a little bit deeper, uh, let's see. Denver against Baltimore. Uh, Lamar Jackson got the questionable tag. He has the groin injury issue. We got to monitor that. I still don't know. That's also out of my price range. But 4800 I could maybe get a steal here. $4,100. Washington Commanders against the New York Giants. I am eating that up every day of the week. That leaves me $5,500 to select a tight end. I'm not wasting any time. I'm not thinking about this at all. Those are good moves. I will punt the tight end position if I have to. And guess what? Gerald Everett is still there. He's still affordable. I think he could still find the, the end zone. Foster Moreau, good, good call. Good call. Could be fine. Uh, Hayden Hurst, good call, could be fine. Tyler Higby, eh, we thought he was going to get that production. Now that even Allen Robinson is out, he might even have more production. I don't know, but by golly, do I have money to play with here? I think I'm going to go Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett for the home run, banking for that touchdown. Can he do it? I think he can. I'm going with Gerald Everett here. Gerald Everett, wow. Let's look at that dot. I will say this. I have completely changed my mind. I got $100 left, $7,100. I'm switching it up on Jimmy Garoppolo this week because I liked the guy that was going just under him. Uh, and let's see who that was. It was on my mind. Uh, let's see. Let's see. All these guys are too expensive to me. Uh, let's see. Aaron Rodgers, if he plays Jimmy Garoppolo. Mike White. Is there a world where I start Mike White over Jimmy Garoppolo? I think there is. But, no, I – Look, the Niners have no running backs at all. I've been riding Jimmy Garoppolo the last couple of weeks. He didn't exactly do anything for me last week in terms of fantasy production uh, compared to what he did to two weeks ago. But by golly, this is the toughest decision I think I have here. Mike White, Jimmy Garoppolo. Am I going crazy? Someone help me out. Am I going crazy? Someone help me out. Um, mm. Stardew says in terms of defense, he's going to go Pittsburgh. He's going to go Pitts versus Pittsburgh. No, he's out, man. He's done. Season-ending surgery. No more Kyle Pitts. Goodbye. Uh, let's see. Jimmy Garoppolo or Mike White. I have enough to afford both of them. I'm not joking, guys. I love my lineup. I spent some money on the guys that matter this week. That's Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry. Love their matchups. Love their price tags. I had to pay up for them, but I just think their production is going to be through the roof. Garrett Wilson, Christian Watson, Zay Jones round out my wide receivers. And I got to say, I'm riding the wave with Zay Jones and Christian Watson, thinking that they can keep doing what they're doing. Garrett Wilson also riding the wave. So there it is. That's basically a wave right there. That's if you put all their heights together, 6'4", what is that, 6'1", 6'1". 
That's like 18 feet. That's an 18-foot wave. I love those guys. Gerald Everett. Oh. Uh, the wife is home. Hi, baby. I love you. Uh, let's finish up this here, though. Gerald Everett, Kyron Williams, Washington Commanders. Oh, this is such a gut call. I have time to switch it. This is not a set it and forget it type of thing. I might make changes to this even after this video airs. But I still think, in terms of it all, Jimmy G gets it done with his arm this week. A home game. They're looking to play the Miami Dolphins. It's going to be tight. Can Jimmy, G, can Jimmy G drop three? Can he drop three touchdowns? I think he can. That's my lineup this week. I love it. I'm feeling good about it. Jimmy G at the quarterback. Nick Chubb going up against Houston. Derek Henry going up against Philadelphia. Garrett Wilson, Christian Watson, Zay Jones, Gerald Everett, Kyron Williams in the flex, and the Washington Commanders taking on the New York Giants. Wow. What a great, great lineup. And that was your DFS player of the week. That's my team. Hopefully they come out on top. And there you have it. Wow. Uh, let's see. Star Drew. Hmm. Go with the Chief Mahomes. I don't have money for Mahomes, man. The guy makes too much. He's worth too much. All right. It is what it is. Folks, we got through rankings. We got through running back and wide receiver rankings. We got through our dark horse of the week. We got through some comments in the comment section. We got through the DFS player of the week. I love my team. I hope you do too. Let me know down in the comments. But holy cow, we did all that in under an hour. I like that. Guys, thank you so much for coming out today. If you're listening to this now in real time, appreciate you stopping by. If you're listening to this a day later, two days later, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming by today. It was a great time. I had a lot of fun. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at First Round Fantasy. You can also find us here on YouTube where you're staring at our beautiful faces. You can also find us anywhere you listen to your podcast, most notably Spotify or Apple Premium. Or if you listen on Anchor, you can just find it straight from the source. That's where we post all of our stuff. Shout out to Anchor. But, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for today. Hot takes, hot takes. We always like to end the show with a hot take or two. And today's hot take is this. Miami Dolphins go into San Francisco. That's right. I love to play devil's advocate. And they are going to take down the San Francisco 49ers. And I'm not calling 27-21. I'm calling a complete massacre. 21-42. Miami goes into San Francisco and whoops butt by 20 against most of y'all's San Francisco 49ers. You heard it here first. Thank you so much. Good luck on your fantasy matchups this week. I hope to hear from you all soon. Have a good night. Peace.